Tonight's Survivor Know-It-Alls is sponsored in part by our patrons, whom I can count on more reliably than Spencer did in the Immunity Challenge. To find out all the benefits of becoming an RHAP patron, visit robhasawebsite.com slash patron. The smartest guys around are about to break it down like they've won the game a million times. Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all. Survivor know it all. Yes, that's right. It's the Survivor Know-It-Alls. We are live here on a Wednesday night after Survivor. Sorry about the delayed start here tonight. I just got back from delivering a bunch of backpacks to the poor children of Los Angeles. So we are here and we are live here. Stephen Fishback, how are you doing tonight? Wow. So he did it, Rob. He actually did it. Spencer won Survivor Kagayan. I cannot believe it. Now, are you being you're being facetious? No, like what? What other? What else are we left to deduce from this episode? After after you know, we see all of these tensions inflaming Tony's alliance and Spencer, who throughout throughout this game, Spencer has had this perfect edit. He's just looked like this strategic, smart, nice player. The only person left, other than maybe Wu, who we can even really root for, and uh, and. He somehow survives. And the, the big question for us all throughout the, along the way was, was there's, just, there's just no way. There's just no way Spencer can do it. There's one of him and there's you know eight of them and it, it can't be done. But I thought this episode was like, oh, it, it can be done. It's, in fact, it's going to be done. Well, I'm very surprised to hear you this bullish on Spencer right now. Spencer I'm, or because I'm actually yeah. feeling 100 percent like he's going to get voted off next episode. <laughs> wow. I mean, how do you think that he's gotten this perfect hero edit? Who, if not Spencer, who who are we left to care for? I mean, Cass looks horrible and petulant. Tony looks like a jerk and a bully. Trish is screaming at so and so. Woo. He kind of looks like a dope. Maybe woo. Maybe will. Tosh is gone. Tosh is gone. Yeah, that's it. That's all there is. All right. Well, let me set up this set up this show, and then we're going to go talk through everything that happened on tonight's episode of Survivor. Of course, we're live here right now on a Wednesday night on RobHasAWebsite.com. We've got the chat room going. Everybody is chatting. Messages are flying past my face as we go along. Plus, we got our Twitter open hashtag RHAP, and then we've also got our YouTube channel where you can post your comments, and we will read them on the. show later on go to robbins website.com slash youtube steven i have got a spectacular podcast coming thursday well first i'm oh, going to speak you met today what about the spectacular well, of podcast course well that goes right without now. saying that goes without saying uh, but on tomorrow morning i will speak with tasha and ask her about everything that went down this season i know you guys are going to be interested to hear what she has to say and then on thursday Boy, I, I'm spoiling you guys this season. Not not yeah. giving away spoilers, but I you guys are getting I I'm not gonna be able to top this on a on a regular basis. We are going to talk with Richard Hatch tomorrow. Whoa. Wow. About what is going to happen here in the endgame. And then after Richard Hatch, we're gonna take your voicemails tomorrow with Parvati Shallow. Okay, oh Steven, could you have a better show Winners. than that? Wow. Back to back winners. And, and, you know, Richard loves really strong strategic players. So I bet he's loving this season. I bet he loves uh, I bet he loves Spencer. I bet he loves Tony. Very curious to hear what he has to say about everything. Yes. Parvati is going to be here with me live in the studio tomorrow and we're going to no. talk about everything. So get your voicemails in on the voicemail line at Rob has website dot com slash voicemail or call them in three, two, three, two, eight, two. R-H-A-P. So that's a big, big Thursday coming to R-H-A-P. All right, Stephen, here's where I want to start tonight. Did Cass make the right move here tonight? 
Yes, 100% yes. And in fact, the fact that Cass was, you know, this the early part of this episode where Cass was convincing herself that, you know, now was the time to vote out Tony because he was a bully and she was going to flip over to go with Tasha and Spencer. And the fact that she could somehow argue to herself that this was like the right smart decision just kind of shows the, the level of delusion of Cass. Um, because throughout, Cass has said, I want to go to the end with the jerks. I, 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 you know, Tony's a jerk. People don't like him, you know, and, and Spencer and Tasha, like people, are, everyone is rooting for them. Like, obviously you don't go to the end with Spencer and Tasha. Now it, it can cast beat Tony. We, we don't know, but we know she can't beat Spencer and she couldn't have beaten Tasha. So I feel like for Cass that ultimately she did make the right decision, but I feel like her path to get to that decision was a costly one. And I know what she did in the end where she felt like, okay, I'm going to flush the idol. And this was her big plan of, okay, I'm going to stick with Tony because I want to go up against him in the end because he's the jerk. And that's why I'll win in the end because I'm so likable and because, uh, of course, uh, she'll be able to argue that point across to this jury because probably more people on the jury hate Cass than they hate Tony. But I think Cass was like, oh, I'm going to make Tony think he's getting voted off and then I'm going to flush the aisle. Now, I don't think it started that way, but I think that's where she ultimately went. And she said at Tribal Council, I think it's going to be a blindside tonight. You know, I think you're being very generous um, with with Cass, and, and you know, and maybe that's that's partly true. Maybe that's what she told tells herself. But you know, clearly this was uh, a move that was prompted by anger and and frustration at being left out and at being out of control. I mean, not out of control. And I think that you know, the one thing we saw very clearly about Cass tonight is she needs to feel like she's in control. And, and anything other than that, she feels disempowered and does, you know, erratic things. Um, and, you know, we certainly saw that when she flipped on, uh, you know, on, on her first alliance uh, after, after at the merge where she felt like she was no longer in charge of her alliance. And therefore she could not, you know, she could not, uh, the, 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 she wanted out entirely. And then we saw that again when Tony kind of went behind her back. And now and, and, and only when she felt like the power was hers, did she make a smart decision. So you feel like because uh, she had she had the power back, that was why she ultimately ended up going with it. So you don't think that she was trying to flush the idol? I mean, I'm sure that's what she tells herself. And I'm sure that that's like a very smart, acceptable interpretation of events. But why? But hold on. Why say it's going to be a blindside at tribal council if it's not going to be a blindside, if she's not trying to flush the idol? Well, I mean, it was clearly a blind side of Tasha, right? Like there's, you know, Tasha I guess, clearly I guess so, technically. she was, yeah, no. And like, you know, everyone always says it's going to be a blind side at every tribal council, you know, like whenever Jeff is like, is someone going to be surprised tonight? Someone's like, yeah, I think it's going to be a blind side tonight. You know, that's like, that's like par for the course. Like someone saying it's going to be a blind side doesn't mean that there's like some greater uh, strategic motivation. That said, you know, I mean, Cass is obviously a very smart person, uh, even if she plays somewhat emotionally sometimes. Um, um, and so, like, I'm sure that was that was part of her motivation that yeah, the possibility of flushing the idol. I, I don't doubt that that was there in her head. I just I just don't think that was her primary driver in this situation. But there's something a little bit off with Cass. And I've said it earlier in the season that I feel like Cass likes to play the victim. Now, we had the incident tonight where Cass claimed she heard Tony talking about her and she claimed that she heard Tony say, oh, did you see what a bitch Cass was being? And every other player in the game said, I don't think that happened. And also, production didn't have any footage of this. So either well, Tony, in- Tony's saying like how sick she was. Oh, Cass must be sick. And then Cass here is Cass is a bitch. Like there's a little bit of assonance there. Yeah. And so he f- was saying that she physically was sick and maybe he, she thought he was saying she's sick in the head or she's sick and angry about what happened. But Tony w- was not talking about her, but she thinks she hears this and this gives her the validation to start to provoke Tony into this fight. 
Well, I mean, you're really like uh, imputing like a lot of like, you, you know, rationality to Cass in this situation where, you know, what, what, what looked to me what was happening was that Cass was pissed. She woke up pissed and she thinks she hears Tony talking about her. And then Tasha is there in the shelter egging her on, you know, Spencer's egging her on like, yeah, I think I think they're talking about you, Cass. And she gets really angry and flips on someone who she has tried to rationalize as her as her number one ally to the end because she thinks of him as a handsome and jury goat um you you like you really given her a lot of credit to say well she creates this narrative that justifies her actions like you think that this was all rational well i think that more often than not everybody does things that make sense to them and i now we know everything and what Cass was doing doesn't doesn't it make sense because we know the whole story but to if you sort of un, try to look at it from what Cass thought i feel like there's good explanation for the things that she did even though they were the wrong things to be doing now see here's where we fundamentally disagree on human nature rob you say everyone does things that make sense to them i say everyone does things emotionally for reasons they don't understand and then justify they justify it to themselves after the fact <laughs> maybe maybe not who knows um, yeah. so then after after all that they end up getting into the thing and Cass's argument with Tony and actually I felt I believe Tony he was like the boy that cried wolf but I always say I believe the person who is gets into the no 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 you have to believe me I feel like the liar is much more like hey you believe what you want okay right. I know what I said you believe what you want that's not what I said but Tony was like no 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 Cass 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 I didn't say it. I wasn't talking about you <laughs> and he, he basically he was and then he got upset over it and then he eventually spilled the beans about the idol was that a bad move or a good move on Tony's part to reveal the the special idol well, from your perspective, it's a strategic move that he planned out, right? That's what you're saying. No, clearly it was a bad move. Clearly it was not. I think anything done out of anger or out of emotion, you know, is not going to be the best thought out move. I think Tony, you know, Tony has created this aura of himself as always having special tricks, you know, up his sleeve. You know, he had his bag of tricks, even when there was nothing in the bag of tricks. So ultimately, and everyone also knows Tony's a liar. So it doesn't really cost him that much to say, I have this special idol, um, you know, maybe now people, you know, maybe it's more of a target on him. Maybe he looks more strategic. You know, it can cut kind of any way. But uh, I, I don't think it's a horrible move. You know, it's not a great move. What do you think, Rob? I think it worked in his favor, even though I didn't agree with what he did at the time. It worked in his favor because it, there was a lot of like, well, does he have is he bluffing? Does he have it right. or doesn't he have it? And I feel like it created a lot of confusion, which I think worked in his favor. Ultimately, that it, it so I think it was a net positive and he sort of played it like maybe I have the item. Maybe I don't have the item. Maybe I got it in my bag of tricks. Maybe I don't. Um, so I thought he was he it, it was good. And I really I felt like Tony had the best night out of anybody in the show tonight now do you think that tony should have given an idol to trish if he at all suspected that she was on the chopping block well that's a very good point and that was gonna be my next question of uh did tony play this correctly and ultimately everything worked out for him and i was thinking about this at the time i was like oh he's crazy to not play an idol but then i remembered he has the tyler perry idol so even if the votes came up tony then he would still be able to uh, play that idol and still keep his hidden immunity idol. I feel like it was, pr I don't think he even suspected that a split vote was there. So had he suspected that a split vote was in the works, I don't think he thought of that. I think he thought that all the votes were coming on him. Do you agree with that? Do you think that he thought a split vote was, was potentially happening? Nope, I, I totally agree. I think he thought all the votes were coming at him, and he didn't even see, like see the possibility that Trish like when and when Trish's name came up, like everyone, even I think he looked a little surprised at that moment, and she certainly looked surprised. Um, you know, um, but do we know the rules for these idols, like when they can last be played? Because they're with the final five now. Someone said, well, he can only play it at five. That's typically true if it's a final three, which we also don't totally know about. Um, but do we have a sense of when the last time these idols can be played is? Because it seems like that's going to be a pretty important determinant in who and you know how far Tony does. Yeah, so we don't know. I mean, I think that the prevailing wisdom is that they can be played one more tribal council but i don't think we even really know and i thought it was actually interesting tonight that Cass, at one point earlier in the episode she mentioned a final three at tribal council she said well whatever it is in the end uh final three final two and oh. it seems 
it seemed odd to me that Cass would raise the specter of a final two at right. Tribal Council when there hasn't been one in 10 seasons. Yeah. In fact, Token Sheen's the last one. We broke the final two. It was such a great duo. We could <laughs> never match that. Um, do you think if Tony gets to the end and wins, does Russell Hance win the fishy? Like, does is it Russell who he has to thank for that? Because they felt like, oh, maybe he's our Russell. Yeah, because like they're keeping Tony around thinking like, oh, this guy is just like Russell and everyone hated Russell and Russell always got shut out. I mean, he, you know, he always lost. Um, so we should keep our Russell around. Should we do uh, a season and- of all of the all of the like Russell versus Russell's where it's like, OK, last <laughs> season we had Colton, who was like the gay Russell. Then this season, stop talking. Stop talking now. There are people listening to this show who are going to make that happen. You got to not. This season, Tony is the New Jersey. Can we get like the black Russell Hans, the woman Russell Hans? Get every every sort of uh, race and gender. Like, can we get a beauty Russell Hans? You don't know what you're unleashing on the world. (laughs) His Survivor Hans again. Oh yeah. There you go. Jeff Probst just is, is, is wiping his brow. Yeah. Tyler Perry is a guy who's mid text right now. Okay. <laughs> so let, let's go. Let's go through Tony. And I feel like we have to give Tony some credit here because that all season long, we said we don't know if Tony's a good player. We don't know if Tony's a bad player, but you have to give Tony this credit. Tony can read these other players extremely well. And Wu was horrible. Like, let's all, I mean, yes, like baseline, Tony is incredibly good. Wu also was really bad. Wu was terrible. Wu was really, really terrible. And I want to talk about that more in a moment. But even the whole thing with Tasha uh, about how, you know, normally she's like, once you talk to me, she wants to talk to you. Now, tonight, she don't want to talk to anybody. I think that she feels safe. And so something is up. And so very astute on Tony's part. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. She, he, he totally read, but let's also talk about Tasha's like, Oh, like that fake non scramble thing. Pretend like that worked. I think that did work one season. I think it was like survivor Palau or something where Karen, you know, pretended to be that she was going out when she really wasn't going out. But like, this is 18 scenes after survivor Palau and the game has changed. You cannot do that fake non scramble thing and expect anybody to buy it. Yeah, I mean, that was not a good job by Tasha. If someone could tweet at me what the actual season was where that happened, I think it was Palau. I would really appreciate it because I will probably use that in my blog. Okay, L- yeah. let's right, let's talk about the whole thing with Wu and Cass and Spencer on the reward challenge. Steven, would that make you warm and fuzzy seeing those guys go and bring some stuff to the kids? <laughs> you know, there was one a couple seasons ago with, I think, Malcolm, where it yeah. really was sort of like great and emotional and touching I, for whatever reason. And maybe it's because my heart has like has, you know, thickened and calloused in the intervening years. Uh, but uh, I, I don't I didn't love this one as much. Yeah. Other than Wu, uh, you know, Cass and Spencer weren't probably the two best people to go where, <laughs> you know, Malcolm was really like embracing the kids. And uh, I, the, one of the uh, girls said she said uh, that, you know, will you be uh, can I be your girlfriend or something like that? Uh, there was something like that. Don't quote me on that. But no, but it was like a great. Yeah. And whereas Spencer said, like, yeah, I, I kind of hate kids. Uh, you know, I really don't want to be around them, but I guess this is OK. <laughs> How much luck has Spencer had, by the way, with these rewards? He's like, gone on every one game, but also like it's always with the person he most needs to talk to. So it's like him and Tony and then it's him and Wu. And, you know, granted, like the Wu one didn't work out. But my God, like these are some game changing rewards. I was going to give the fishy to the reward challenge if, in, in fact, Trish had gotten voted out. But uh, now I can't. Yeah, that sucks. So anyway, so (laughs) Wu, it was like a a night of high highs and low lows for Wu because he has probably his best moment on the show since he stole the clue to the hidden immunity idol and he gets to do all of his things. And I'm thinking, wow, if Wu can get to the final tribal council, boy, what a speech this would be of, okay, for my next trick, I'm going to do a backflip. Uh, for you guys <laughs> and show you guys how I flipped many times in this game. Okay. No, this is actually, so the, what, what, that, what? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that, uh, w- was that the first time that Wu actually flipped in the, in this game? 
Well, he he's talked about it a few times. Like, you know, really early on, he talked about kind of taking out Cliff and then he sort of didn't he didn't wasn't a part of that. I, w- um, I was making a, a acrobatics joke, Stephen. Oh, no, I, I thought you had made that and then had moved on from there. Oh, so okay. but, but no, no, we're still making it. Go, go, go. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he, he was very impressive with with everybody. But then we had the very funny scene of the OK, I'll consider it. Um, yeah, which was great, which, you know, like, and then like Spencer making fun of him saying that, um, and, uh, yeah, but you know what, like he's going to be sincere, you know, and then he says, okay, I'm in. And then he's immediately convinced not to be in. Yeah. So was it, and this came up on Twitter and I wish I wrote down who asked it. Is it a knock on Spencer? And I guess to some degree, Cass, that they did not tell Wu, Wu, here's the fake story. We said to you, blah, blah, blah. You said, no, this is what's not going to happen. Don't you always need a fake story? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think that's a really good point is that like, you know, there was, there there just wasn't that, um, he didn't go in prepared. And like, do you blame Wu for that? Like, who's this naive, you know, like, or do you blame Spencer? You know, I, I always do think that it's the strategist's job to, you know, alliance management is like the number one responsibility, you know, make sure your stories are, are straight, make sure your backup stories are straight, you know, make sure everyone in your alliance feels loved and tended to. And I do think that's sort of where Spencer, as smart as he is, and as, as such a fan of the show as he is, has, has kind of dropped the ball a little bit this season. And, you know, I'm excited to see him in the future season where he has had these few moments where people he, he hasn't really built an alliance based on um, love. And in fact, this is one of the reasons I think Spencer is going to win is because when Cass flipped the first time, like I think Spencer should have been all over that. He was partially responsible and we didn't see it. You know, we didn't see Spencer got inoculated from that, but that's, this is, this is a little bit editing specific. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll move on from that. But uh, could Wu win? We saw some nice, nice confessionals about Wu Cass saying, I really started to respect Wu today. Could Wu win this game? No. <laughs> Hold on. Think there's a Fabio. Come on. Wow. Wu, Trish, and with Tony emphasis. And Come on. Wu, Trish, and Tony, and Wu wins. I, I would, you know, I'd hate, I hate, I would not like that. What? Okay. Okay. You wouldn't, you, you think that would be an unsatisfying ending to the season? It would be an unsatisfying ending to the season. I feel like, and Fabio, I was, I was sort of happy when Fabio won because I felt like Fabio was, I felt like he was likable in a way that I have not, I have not quite embraced Wu in the same way. And I feel like for now, maybe if Wu goes on an immunity run and he win and he gets to the end in the same way Fabio did and he wins like final four, final five immunity challenge, final four immunity challenge and potentially final three immunity challenge. I might change my, my story on that, but Wu. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. I was gonna oh, say, pe- people are very changeable. Like, you know, no one even know, knew who Brett was until the final six or the final five in uh, Survivor Samoa. And then he suddenly became like the number two for fan favorite because he won two immunity challenges in a row. Like, you know, you can get excited about someone real fast with that kind of run. Yeah. So I don't think that Wu is going to be your, your winner of the season because I kind of feel like I'm not even sure he could put together a great jury argument where Fabio, I feel like actually did a pretty decent job at, uh, in the jury part of that. I'd have to go back and watch that, but I feel like he spoke from the heart and was actually a pretty sincere compared to Chase and Sash who were sort of being a little fake with everybody of trying to like, Oh, I'm really sorry. And I feel like Fabio was took the more straightforward direct approach. And I'm not sure if Wu has that gear, but the Wu, the Wu story is I'm not Tony and I'm not Trish. Um, but you, but so, you need more okay. than that. You need more than that. And I'll give credit to Natalie White because everybody says that, oh, she did so great in that jury speech where she actually got to know everybody. Do you think that Wu is going to sit there in front of that jury and is going to be able to tell people like uh, Sarah and Morgan and, and LJ things about themselves and and how they took such special interest. Cass said this was the most I've heard him talk the whole time we were there. I can't imagine that Wu was that, you know, likable to the point that they can give him the money over somebody like Tony or Trish who have played a much more strategic game. 
here's the thing about this season, Rob. I don't care who wins. You know, most seasons I feel like you need a real good winner to be a capstone for the whole season. This season is such a disaster and such a mess and so many flips and reversals and realliances. It's like you kind of expect some rando to like come out on top, you know? In fact, it's the season deserves to have a rando come out on top in some like total WTF win. I would be very satisfied with that. Be satisfied with a Spencer win. Be satisfied with a Tony win. I'd be satisfied with a Trish, Cass, Woo. I'd be satisfied if if Tasha comes back and wins it all. I think this has got, you know, the chaos has been the theme of the season and chaos is how it should end. I'd say from what I've seen right now, I'll say Woo is the only unsatisfying winner you could give me at this point. Okay. Okay. Because I would be satisfied. Yeah. I feel like he's been the floater out of anybody. He's been, you know, the one person who I feel like has just been along for the ride and has not been at the heart of any of these big moves. But what a ride, you know, like when you see an amazing surfer riding a a huge, crazy wave and they're able to stay on top of it and not get knocked off, you know, we've spent too much time talking about the probably the least interesting strategic (laughs) player in the game tonight. Let's get back to Spencer because we opened the show tonight and you said, that's it. Lock it up. Spencer is your winner. Now, I don't I didn't see it that way tonight. I look like I feel like Spencer, maybe even if the cast gets voted out next potentially i still feel like spencer unless he can go on an immunity run here and that's entirely within the realm of possibility i don't see how he gets to the end so especially if it's going to be a final two which is definitely in the cards here i feel like a final three i could see him getting winning two more challenges and getting there he'd have to win three to get to a final two so tell me how you see it happening I think one of those votes is maybe Tony getting voted out and then the other or, or not. I, I maybe, I, I think maybe he does immunity his way to the end. You know, maybe next week is Tony being like, you know what? I hate Cass. I'm getting rid of Cass or Tony being, you know, and that's, that's the one vote he needs and he gets two immunity wins. I just, I just based on the chaos and, and the, and the insanity and based on how good Spencer has looked at every moment. Now, you know, maybe he's that guy who's one shy of the finish line who we're supposed to root for, you know, the Malcolm of this season, the Rob Sesternino of this season, um, you know, the Aaron Lobdell of this season. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, but, you know, maybe he, uh, you know, th- that's possible. That's possible. But I just thought somehow this kid, every week you think that's it for him. And he's always there. And, you know, as an immunity competitor, he is always been in the mix at the very top and the person who's always knocked him out is Tasha and she's gone now. How does he get through next week? Uh, Immunity or they decide to take out uh, you know Cass. Tony's like you know what I'm sick of Cass's BS like let's just get rid of her we don't need her anymore. Would I feel like that would be a big mistake to vote out Cass next week? No, I agree with you. That's however, why, because Spencer however, would win as a result. That yes. would be a big mistake. However, if Spencer wins immunity here at Final yeah. Five, then I do think Cass would get voted out next. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I I think that too. You know, I think Cass is uh you know, this might have been the sort of beginning of the end for Cass, this sort of uh, you know, inflammatory rhetoric tonight. So let's just play that out. Okay, so next week Spencer wins immunity. Okay. Yeah. And then Cass gets voted out there and then it gets them down to the final four. So the final four is Spencer, Tony, Trish, and Wu. Okay. Right. And and so now we have another immu- immunity challenge here. I guess if Spencer won immunity there again, yeah. right? If he doesn't win immunity, he's gone at four, right? Sure. Yeah, totally. So he's got to win immunity at five, immunity at four. Okay, and, and, and then the who goes? Like, and then who goes home? Then Wu would go home. Then out of out of Trish, Tony, and Wu. No, well, if it's a final three, Tony goes home. Why? Because his idols are no longer useful, and he's the biggest strategic threat. But who votes for who votes for Tony? Trish is going to vote for Tony. The best they could do is force a two-two tie, and I guess Spencer's wearing the necklace, but. <laughs> So maybe you're right. Maybe they make the argument, oh, you know what? Wu needs to go because he's so nice. And it's like the Carter argument from Survivor Philippines. Like, oh, he's so nice. No one hates Wu. Yeah. Um, And and if you're Spencer and you're wearing the necklace, you might as well say, hey, Wu, vote with me. At least force a tie. You're going to go home. Otherwise, let's vote. Let's vote for Tony. And maybe you have a 2-2 tie there at four. Right. Just for drama. Just for drama. And then let's see. This is now fully 
fan fiction. <laughs> I, I like when he's talking to the microphone for that. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's what we do. So we're just totally speculating. But so basically, recipe for Spencer going to the end and winning the season is just keep getting that necklace. Now, is Spencer a Cochran that doesn't suck? Well, I'm not sure exactly. He he posted that in his bio that he was the Cochran yeah. that doesn't suck. I'm not sure exactly at this point how you would say he was a Cochran that doesn't suck because he's basically played the opposite game of Cochran. Where totally opposite. Co- Cochran was a, yeah, ahead, so yeah. I don't see how he's a Cochran at all. Yeah. The only similarity is that, you know, makes, you know, plays on the margin, a very smart game and both, uh, uh, you know, both winning, winning, you know, crucial immunities. Um, you know, I don't actually think Cochran sucked, obviously. Um, but, but, uh, uh you know, I, you know, there's, they're not totally dissimilar, you know, as strategic fan players who reacted well to the situations they were in and made smart marginal decisions. Okay. So, but if Spencer d- loses an immunity challenge the rest of the way, he's done, right? I think it's possible that he would stay alive next week just based on antagonism with Cass. Okay. I think that it's possible that they would say, you know what? We, we haven't, we have the votes and we hate Cass so much that we want her gone. One more question for you before we get to questions from the audience. What's Cass's plan here now? So Cass wants to be at the end with, it looks like Tony and Wu or Trish. Does Cass think who does Cass think is going from that group, though? That's what I want. I'm very curious to hear to find that out because clearly she thinks one of those people will not make it to the end. You know, somehow she believes that she will be at the end with Tony and either Wu or Trish, but not both. And yeah. like what that what that is is not clear to me. I feel like Cass did a bad job of trading in an ally in Trish for an alliance with Wu. Right. Well, maybe it is Wu. I mean, maybe she thinks people like Trish and Trish has made some some crucial moves in the game. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how she sees herself. I mean, I think she saw this as, okay. we're going to flush Tony's idol tonight, even though I know you disagree with me that you don't think that's what she was doing. But then I I think that was there. I think that was there. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, And then we would have to have then I guess she would think that. Tony was vulnerable next week. I'm not sure who she would want to vote out and then maybe vote out Spencer at the next vote and then vote out Wu. But I'm not sure exactly why she thought they would get rid of Wu over her or Trish over her. Right, right. Exactly. Like, that's what I don't get. So next week when Cass goes, because either Spencer Spencer wins immunity, be very interested to have you ask her that question. I know I said that one more thing before the questions, but my other question I wanted to ask you that I just remembered was, was it the right move for Spencer and Tasha to work with Cass on going after Tony? Or should they have stuck with Tony and I guess Wu at that point and said, hey, Tony, you're mad at Cass. We hate her too. We want to vote out Cass with you this week. Would that have been a better plan? No, I don't think I don't think Tony. I think they know Tony's too smart for that. You know, I think like Cass is on the margins of that alliance. I think they saw an opportunity to convince Cass that she was, uh, you know, to give to convince her that she has power. And you know what? I'm, I'm sure they sold her on the brains back together again narrative. You know, that would be a very compelling narrative. Um, and as much as they hate each other, they still have history. So I think that that like I I think I'm sure they knew that there was no chance Tony would would bite at that. And but why uh, not? Why not? Because last week, last week they went to Tony and they said, "Oh, hey Tony, did you hear what Jeffra? She said she wanted to vote you out. Like, couldn't they go back to Tony this week and say, "Oh man, Tony, Cass is like, oh, she keeps talking about how you said she was a bitch and she's trying to get everybody to vote you out." And he's like, "Yo." She wants to vote me out this week, then ah, then I'll vote her out and she'll go home. Uh, well, the, the whole thing with next week though is because like Jeffro was a swing vote, and you know, to, look, it, ultimately Cass's point at the start of this episode was exactly the right point. You know, Tony, you were upset at Jeffra because she was maybe going to flip, but. Spencer and Tasha are actually against you. Like Jeffra maybe was going to vote against you, but they do vote against you, and you know, I think Tony is smart enough to know that. Okay. Um. Who's the more sage and wise 40-year-old, Trish or Tony? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Cass or Tony? Uh, Tony. Whoa. Oh what do God. you think? What do you think? <laughs> Talk about a real... Uh, that's a real Sophie's choice there. 
Because yeah, they're both Sophie. Say? Sophie, so, we need to have like a little like Chiron or bug. Yeah, so we'll I think Sophie, Sophie is is watching the show. I think she can. I think she can tweet us. If okay. if not, so, if not, she's just okay. tweeting to me and not watching the show. <laughs> so I, I do want to say, as much as I have like kind of ragged on Cass for for being emotional, um, I, I think she's a really fun player to watch. I really like Cass because she does make she's both she's both incredibly analytical, but also gets hot headed and upset. And uh, you know that's like the greatest player to, to watch is someone who is both very strategic but also a little bit erratic. So I love Cass as a character. She's been good TV this season. I can't I can't she take that away from great her. Great TV, yeah, yeah. And I just love her like withering sardonic confessionals. I'm I'm you know delighted with Cass. The one thing again with her that gets under my skin though is you know when Cass wants to flip, it's like hey I'm flipping because you didn't make me feel good about my position, so that's my right. I get to flip. But if anybody else wants to flip, that person's an idiot. That person's stupid. That person just uh, threw their game out the window. And so it's I feel like it's very hypocritical. But that's what I like. You know, hypocrites make great television. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's chaos time. It's chaos time. I'm feeling like I want to flip. I want to change the game up. But if anybody else does it, uh, that's why he's an idiot. That's why he's stupid. So you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Okay. Um, question time, right, Stephen. Kick question. it off. Kick all it right. off. Energizer 61 Bunny wants to know, do you think Trisha's association with Tony will hurt her if she makes it to the finals? Kind of like how Poverty's association with Russell did. Rob, what do you think? I, I don't get that sense. I mean, is is that why Parvati lost? And in, in the end, I felt like it was that the, all of the heroes banded together and they all decided to vote for Sandra. I didn't get. I don't think it was that. Oh, Parvati worked with worked with Russell. I mean, I guess and maybe that's why they banded together. But I don't think that was necessarily um, the case. But Stephen, you know more about that than me. No, I mean, that, that is what I had heard was that poverty just had this reputation as sort of like being Russell's minion and the way she cozied up to, to Russell during the game made other people a little bit like grossed out by her um, on a game level, like, um, you know, still a great person, obviously. Okay. Um, I, you know, I would be curious to see what, what poverty has to say about this. Uh, I kind of think that it could, I think that, you know, I think the people in Tony's shadow are going to look bad for being in Tony's shadow. I don't think that Trish or Wu has been able to really get out of, get out of it. But how many people on the jury really hate Tony the way people hated Russell Hans? That's the thing. Like, I don't think it's the same. And it seems like actually people have kind of nice, a good respect for him. Yeah. I mean, who are the people that Tony re- really burned up? LJ and LJ and Jeffra. Those are the two people he really blindsided. Yeah, I guess so. And, you know, even with Jeffrey, he had sort of a reason for it. And you kind of feel like those votes are votes for Trish anyway. The the Jeffrey LJ votes? Jeffrey and LJ, they're voting for Trish no matter what. Right. Boston, Boston strong. Boston strong. And, and so they basically and strong. Yeah, they, they Trish had their votes anyway. So I don't think that was that bad of a of a job to get rid of them. Also, you would think that Cass, if she's not in the finals, you would think that she's not voting for Tony either. Yeah, probably not, because she'll be voting for Spencer along with the majority of the jury. Yeah, but I still think there's enough votes there for Tony to win. I, you know what? I, I'm very I would love to see a Tony win, you know, but like part of why I want to see a Tony win is because Tony's edit has been so up and down. And I would love to see a person with a flawed, crazy, erratic edit win the game in the end. I would like to see Tony in the finals. I feel like that. I would feel robbed as a viewer if we don't get to see Tony defend this game in front of the jury. I feel like that would be the greatest theater that we could hope for in the end. Whether he wins or whether he doesn't, I feel like is sort of irrelevant to me. But I would love to see him stand up there and defend this game. I completely agree. Yeah. And let's see if he can do it. You know, I'm not rooting against him. I feel I would love I would love to see Tony get up there and make the the, you know, amazing case of here's why I should win the game. I think Tony should win the game. Yeah. 
It would be great. It would be great to see. And also, he could get up there and and blow it. You know, we've seen we've seen people do that. Coach was in a position in Survivor South Pacific where if he made the right case to the jury, he could have won that game, and he didn't. That come on, Rob. Do you think that like the case you make to the jury really is determining the votes at the end? Come on. You don't think that you could win people over in the end? Everybody comes in I with their mind made up. Win one or two, lose one or two, but you know the way that that worked. You know, all of Sai voted against Coach. That wasn't like some bad argument at the jury that was just you know they were they he plowed through them in the game and they were you know did did coach do a good job with the jury no he didn't do a good job with the jury obviously but like i just don't think that anyone i don't think the jury is making their decision at the at, at that time you know like how often does it happen that anyone actually changes their vote in the jury well how about this who is the person besides yourself that made a great case to the jury and lost. <laughs> but the thing is, we see it only after it's been edited. So we see the cases based on the winner. We see like. But if you made you know, a great case, they can they edit it to be a bad case other than they just take out all the good parts. I think they made mine worse. I'm not saying I made a great <laughs> case. I had a pretty bad jury performance, but they managed to select the worst and not the good parts of it. Yeah, I think so. Um you know, and then also you, you have people who, you know, like Russell had a pretty strong case. Like I fooled you all, you know, in, in Survivor Samoa. And he came out and, you know, he lost. I have to go back and watch the Samoa uh, jury speech and see how that went. Okay. But, you know. Brent, Brent Wolgamont wants to know, didn't Tasha help Cass make the right decision by saying that Tony was their version of Russell? Terrible campaigner. Was that part of the decision when she said, yeah, he's just like our Russell. You know, the well, guy who goes what- who goes to the end and everybody hates him and he doesn't get any votes. I mean, it seemed like what Tasha was trying to play up was what a jerk Tony was and how he didn't, he, how, how gratified Cass would be when she got him out of the game. Um, it's a fine argument for a different person. Like, you know, that's the problem here is that Tasha didn't get how, you know, how smart Cass is in that, in that way about she, Cass wants to go to the end with a big jerk. So by emphasizing what a jerk, you know, may, maybe someone else, you know, maybe Jeffra would be won over by that, but it's not Cass. <laughs> Cause she's like the Natalie white. That'd be exciting for her. What? Oh, who Cass? Or uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> so what if Tasha said to her, you know, he's like our Boston Rob. And right? then that's, Cass would have said, ah, I don't want to lose yeah. to the Boston Rob. Yeah, that's absolutely what you should have said. He's our Boston Rob. He's made every big move. We got to get rid of him or he's going to win in the end. That's a hundred percent what she would have, what she should have said. Hey, Tasha, smarten <laughs> up, smarten up. What if, yeah, what, what know if, your uh, references. He, what if he had said, she had said, he's our penner. <laughs> then they would say, well, we'll vote, vote him out. <laughs> I'm just trying to uh, prompt your, uh, your impersonation. No, we don't have that kind of time. We don't have the time. Okay, uh, okay. MMA Junkie X wants to know, Steven, how good do you feel that you would have won immunity tonight if you were in the game based on your performance in this challenge in Token Chains? Was that- I feel great about that. In fact, every challenge I see, I think I would have won. But this wasn't the same as the challenge that you had won in Token Chains, right? It, it wasn't, but it was based on running out and remembering things and, uh, you know, I mean, running back. It did look pretty hard, though, to, like, count those, like, the crosshatched sticks. Like, that looked like, I, I think I would have struggled at even the counting part of this challenge. Um, what would be no, the no, no, right I, I would have strategy? Won. I would have won, and I would have actually won, you know, one out, and I would win the million dollars. <laughs> what would be the right strategy? How do you win this challenge? Wow. I, I, I think you do it what, like three at a time. I mean, like, you know, then you go twice where there were six or seven things. It, also, it was hard to tell. Was every one of them a 20 something number? Like then you just remember the, the last digit rather than try to, I mean, anyway, whatever we can, we can talk about this. So the cows come up. I, what I liked that they did was that you had to, each time you tried it, you had to go back out and come back yep. because there was a yeah. challenge on big brother Canada this season. I don't want to bore you too much with big brother Canada, Steven, but th- where they had basically some sort of puzzle and you had to answer questions and sort of, it, you know, it was similar in that. And there was one guy, he's like, I didn't, I'm not even going to try to guess the thing. I'm just going to try every combination. And then he won the challenge without even trying to answer the questions. He just kept trying every combination until he got it. Well, survivor has learned the lessons of big brother Canada. <laughs> That's right. They will yeah. not suffer fools on uh, survivor. So, Kagayan. Okay. 
Uh, full play Jackie wants to know at every vote since the merge, Trish has stuck with her alliance with Tony, even when Tony himself flips on said alliance. She never takes part in the betrayals herself, always playing a loyal alliance mate. And she always takes Tony dot dot dot. Maybe there's a question. Maybe there's a second part of this where there's a question. Yes. Yeah, so the long questions don't come through. But uh, do, do, how about just talk about that as a, as a strategy that she never flips away from from tony now is that going to help her game or is that going to hurt her game in front of the jury uh i think the fact that she sort of like played you know down her alliance could only help her right like she has stuck with her alliance throughout you know i think it's the it's the moments when i feel like if a different alliance votes you out you can respect that more than when someone in your own alliance flips on you and betrays you you know and i think that voting down the roster like that um, is is the best way that you can sort of minimize the anger from people. But for Trish, it's almost like a brilliant move because it's like she gets the benefits of the moving up in the numbers as Tony flips and then comes back to her, but she doesn't get the blood on her hands. It's yeah, almost absolutely. as if as if she said to Tony, like if she said to Tony, like, hey, Tony, I, I like what you're doing here, but I can't get that. You know, I don't want that person to be mad at me, so I can't vote with you guys. He would vote her off right away if she said that. But the fact that he's just like, okay, I'm not even going to ask you if you want to be a part of this. I'm just going to do it. And then she just forgives him. It's almost like she's getting the free pass. Like what we said with LJ and with Jeffra, she's got their votes. And I mean, in that way, you know, in the really positive way, she is like Natalie White, where she is, you know, she's made some crucial decisions along the way. She's influenced some crucial votes, but ultimately she's kind of voted with the Russell Hans, and he's really been the one who's pissed people off. And she's just sort of been there, you know, creating bonds with people, you know, and, and creating enough of a story for herself where she could, you know, justify her win to the jury at the end. All right, let's take two more questions here, okay? All right, Erica Show wants to know, I thought Wu was smart. If they split the votes, Tony could have played one idol for himself, then the, t- then the TP idol for Trish, uh, you can't. Uh, then he would have had two people pleased pissed. pissed at him next week. Is there any way that Wu flipping could have worked? So you take this one, Rob. Okay, so let's just play it out here. Okay, let's say this plan went through for the split vote. Okay, and let's just say they played the idols in the way it could have been played, where Tony played his idol for Trish. He can't play the Tyler Perry idol for anybody else. Okay, so now the votes come in, and that's two votes Trish, two votes Tony, and two votes Tasha. Okay, oh, we have a tie. So now Trish can't vote, Tony can't vote, and Tasha can't vote. So now Spencer, Cass, and... So, uh, Spencer, Cass, and, uh, Wu will now vote. And now if they put their votes on Tony. No, they can't because he's played the idol. But he, he hasn't, he hasn't played the idol. So the, so you don't play the Tyler Perry idol until after you get voted out. So he might be saying there like, go ahead and vote for me, but it's not going to work. So if they put all their votes on Tony. Then it's almost like, okay, Tony, that's three votes, Tony, the tribe has spoken. Then he takes out his idol. And then I'm not sure exactly how that plays out. Right. I get, I mean, like, I guess they probably would have had him just play it, you know, the moment. Do they just say, okay, Tony, now you pick who goes home. (laughs) I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how that would work. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's maybe an that's we point. don't understand how it works, but I'm so I'm not sure if that would have been a if it would have been a good move for Wu under any uh, scenario. And maybe well, Tony says, "Cass, you go home now." Cass is gone, and I guess Wu would then uh, sheepishly have to go back to Trish and, and Tony. Why? Like, why wouldn't Wu just stay with Tasha and Spencer in that narrative? Like, that's the thing. Like, it would not have made sense for Tony to give an idol to Trish because if he did, he could very easily have just been gone the following week. You know, then if, if, even if he had saved trish he still spends two idols he still has three enemies in the game and uh, they can take him out next week so uh for him it still would make sense to lose trish and have two idols in his pocket okay people in the chat room tell me you can only play idols on the first set of votes but again tony's idol tony's idol okay that trish would play her idol before the votes are cast so those two votes for trish do not count Okay, but Tony's idol, he can't be voted out with it. So you can't say Tony can't play the Tyler uh, uh, idol after the revote. He can't you can't get voted out with it. You get to play it after the votes are read. So don't say he has to play it before the votes are read when the you get to play Tyler Perry idol after votes are read. 
Yeah, that clarification that that uh, you know he has to play it first is only made sense was true for the the normal idol, but we don't you know probably presumably the Tyler Perry idol does not work that way. Okay. Um, okay. Take this so maybe you say, maybe you say okay you, you get to play. Uh, I, I, it's fine. He's not going home. He can't go home with Tyler Perry. Idol. Okay. Uh, Shelby Kilmer. Last question: Should Tony want to keep Spencer next week? Someone he can point to in the final four as being a bigger threat than him, even though Tony has the best shot in any final three scenario. No, Tony's gonna get rid of Spencer. There's no yeah. good can come from this. Yeah, gotta get rid of Spencer. Spencer's only shot. He's got to keep winning the immunities. If Spencer can not win immunity and figure out a way to stick around next week, then I, my hat will go off to him. Yeah, I'm not even wearing a hat. <laughs> I would still, I would put a hat on just to take it, get, uh, take it off to him. Seems really excessive. That's, just, just that's yeah. the length I would go to, Stephen. All right, okay. who was getting the fishy tonight? Was it Tony? I haven't thought through it. You know, I think it probably would have to be Tony because to he Tony. likes. But but why? Like he wasn't responsible for for uh, Tasha getting voted out, was he? Like he sniffed the the deception, but he didn't actually change Wu. Cast changed Wu, but. I mean, if anyone was responsible for the vote, it was uh, it's cast. She undid what she did. I mean, you want to give it to her and say, OK, no, she I realized don't. that don't. like she called an audible that her plan was bad and, and went away from it. I don't know, man. I just don't know who to give it to. Give me some ideas. Tony, I gave it to you ideas. <laughs> unless you unless you're going to give it to Spencer because you feel like Spencer's going to win the game. But I feel like you're not giving Tony. Give Tony some credit here for what is the move he made? What is the move? Tony, Tony got rid of Tasha. I mean, I guess I guess Tony deserves it. OK, it's look in the kingdom of the of the blind. The man with one eye is king tonight. Don't don't see what what. But you're going with <laughs> if whoever did it, if if not, if nobody did anything that great strategically, but he's he, if he was the best of these right. people, then you have to give it to him or or give it to or make up make up. So give it to Jeff Probst again. Yeah, because that worked out one. good. That fun one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to Jeff Probst again. OK, well, for the casting more Lynn Spillman. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. All right. I wanted to give a give a shout out. Uh, I met a great uh, know-it-alls fan. This I was I was getting ice cream in Williamsburg, uh, which I love to do. And uh, I met Mary, uh, who was an ice cream scooper. She said uh, she said Stephen, and I was like, well, excuse me. I, I thought I was screwing up in some way, and she was like, I I, I love the note all. So there you go, Rob. Fans you, on the street. Are you sure this wasn't Eric Reichenbach? <laughs> you know, maybe he motivated the ice cream scooper community. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. All right, Stephen. I normally frown against shout outs on the podcast, oh, but I, I but in, know, in, I in your in your instance, I'll I'll let that slide. I was just so tickled. And, you know, who, you know, as a know-it-all, you know? There you go. All right. Well, we have a big, big Thursday. I told you, Tasha in the morning. We're going to have our exit interview. Plus, we're going to be doing this week in Survivor history. By the way, Stephen Fishback, uh, you came up in this week in Survivor history this week. Oh, mo- most handsome contestant. <laughs> well, you'll have to listen you, to find out. That's going to be yeah. in the exit interview once again. And then we'll do our big podcast. Uh, look for it late Thursday night, early Friday morning. Richard Hatch and voicemails with Parvati Shallow. Get the voicemails in. Rob is website.com slash voicemail or 323-282-RHAP. All right. Stephen, great job tonight. Yeah. Great job to you, Rob. Really great job. I feel like this was a good one. Yes. Very, very, very good. Lots of fun, Jessica Frey. Thanks for your questions. Thanks to everybody who watched us live and everybody who listened in the archives, too. Thank you. Thank you guys so much and have a great night and uh, going to be a big Thursday on the RHAP. Talk to you later. Bye. Woo!